Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. It's not always your marketing that's the problem. There's a recent question from a one of our masterclass attendees this past week, and they said, what aspect of my business should I focus on to scale and grow? What a loaded question indeed. The fact is that there are a slew of different things that you could change about your business, but a lot of people always go towards the marketing first. Here's the thing. Now, let's take a step back. If your business is profitable and where you want it to be and you feel great about it, then there's no aspects for change, right? The, don't go looking for trouble where there is none. Just keep doing what you're doing. But if you do have that feeling that your business can be more than what it is, then keep tuning in and listening in because there are six aspects of a business, right? At least when I connect with my clients, right, we're going on six different layers. Marketing is one of them, but that's one out of six. The other five being sales, leadership, operations, finances, and mindset. So in this episode this evening, we will be going into each of those areas and the questions that you need to be answering for yourself for you to understand what should be next for your business, okay? Like, for example, one of my current clients in the summer cohort of our local community business accelerator, we're focusing on her finances, leadership, and operations. Because that, for her, to get to her half million mark in her business, those are the three areas and aspects that we have found opportunities for improvement for her business. Right? We're not even addressing the marketing. Our marketing is hot fire. And so that could be the case for you as well, too. Is it? Is it not? We'll see. So in the tonight's episode, we'll be going into the areas of your business that will and how to answer those questions to really understand within those areas what makes the most sense. I know some of you are likely new. So before we go into the nitty gritty of the different questions in the areas that you can use to decide what to do for your business, quick little introduction, little introduction here. My name is Vanessa Zami, and I'm your host, the business defibrillator for the show entrepreneurship is a marathon we are here live every tuesday 9 p.m eastern on linkedin facebook and youtube and what i do is i consult local community businesses and micro businesses on how to revive grow and scale your business without burnout seat deprivation or overwhelm and as always in every episode what has been your win of the week what has been your win of the week my win of the week we have six interns who started with us this week. It's in partnership with a program with the New York State. And I mean, we are just so excited to have them come and join us and join on board. They're already starting to get to work. Uh, texting me like, wait, let me ask questions. Like, oh, what should I do, right? So they're just eager to learn. I love it. And so we have things for them to help out and support with to help them in their learning and development. So really excited to give them the opportunity to even have a summer job and us an opportunity to get support and grow. So what has been your win of the week? So back to the topic of this episode. It's not always your marketing. That is the problem, right? So the six layers, as I mentioned, the six aspects of business that I go through with my clients, marketing, sales, leadership, operations, slash systems, finances, and the mindset. And the fact is that as a micro business, you can't do it all at the same time. What I mean by micro business, the business that is making less than $250,000 in sales per year. 
You're small in size, yet you're big in vision. So it's key to prioritize what makes the most sense for your business, right? Because you can't do it all at the same time. After all, there's no sense of burning out on your mission and your vision, right? Okay, so now when it comes to the marketing, like, you know, you probably think to yourself, oh, you know what was wrong? My marketing is not working. And you're like, oh my God, marketing's not working. So you get a marketing agency or you hire some other person to do your marketing or you keep growing the marketing team or you keep yelling at the marketing person that you have, telling them, oh, you're messing up. It's all because of you. And the fact is that there are five other parts of business that are likely <laughs> probably what's the, what's the problem, right? Because here's the thing, your marketing, if you're attracting the right people, the right customers and clients that you want, if you're reaching enough of them, and if you're doing what you can to nurture those relationships, then you're fine, right? You're great. It's just a matter of time. May not be, you might be not be going, may not be going as quickly as you want it to go for you and your business, but it's going and it's happening. So when you look at the other five areas for sales, the three questions that you should be answering for yourself, are you reaching enough of the right customers, right? So you may be reaching enough of them, but are they enough of the right customers and clients, right? Two, are you pricing your products and services correctly? This is where the pricing comes into play. Are you really pricing them appropriately so that you feel like you have a healthy business that is thriving? And then the third question is, are your customers and clients raving about your products and services? So essentially, to kind of go more to the retention perspective. So let's say they're coming in, they're buying, they're purchasing, you know, then, then it's like, are they actually recommending your product and service? Because if that's the case, then you know you definitely have a great product and service and you're definitely reaching the right customers and clients. If that's not the case, well, look at that, that customer service aspect, so to speak, right? Then we got the leadership perspective. Now, this is important even if, you know, let's say you're like, oh, but I only have like five employees, like, oh, leadership. No, no, no. Okay. When you are the from your first hire, very first hire, your, your 10th hire, right? Leadership is important for you as a business owner because you don't always want to work in the business. At some point, you do want to work on the business. And so, for example, the client I mentioned earlier, we're working on a little bit of that for her as well, too. She has part-time employees and she has full-time employees. So even if you have contractors, freelancers, or you're less like us, and you have interns as well, right? Well, we have contractors and interns in our business. But the three questions that you need to ask yourself to see is maybe leadership, the area that you need to address for this quarter. Are you maintaining the right culture for your company? that makes them want to stay, right? That makes your team want to stay with your company. Are you being the leader that you've always wanted for yourself? I know some of you were in the workforce 30 years ago, perhaps, right? Perhaps some of you 20 years ago. Some of you probably never, maybe even entered the workforce. You went straight into entrepreneurship, but you know people who've had a couple of bad bosses, right? So the second question is like, are you being the leader that you've always wanted for yourself? How would you want to have a boss, so to speak, right? And then three, are your actions and those of your team Align to a clear set of company goals and vision. Are your actions and the actions of your team aligned to a clear set of company goals and, and vision? Right. And many people, many businesses tend to not really think about that as much. It's very easy, you know, when you're growing your business, especially if you were in a very growth, 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 growth cycle. And you're just like, yeah, I mean, things are just happening. And we're kind of just, you know, putting out fires, but things are happening. Yay. You just spent all this time putting out fires you lose sight of sort of the organization from a strategic perspective. Are you interested in partnering with Vanessa Zami, the business defibrillator to revive, grow, or scale your business? Then text 617-959-2203. We specialize in collaborating with storefronts, salons, and shops to help you increase your sales by 50% in only a few months. That's 617-959-2203 for more details. 
If you're looking to shock your 10-year shop back to life, then text 617-959-2203. It's your time to have a reliable team, increase store traffic, and glowing sales growth so you can take that vacation outside your country while having your store still thrive. Text 617-959-2203 for more details. And so the third question you ask yourself when you're looking at your leadership is, are your actions and those of your team aligned to a clear set of company goals and vision? Okay. Then we go to the operation aspect. The three questions here. Are you organized enough to pass off the business to someone else to lead? Are you organized enough to pass off the business to someone else to lead? Right. Now, you may not be thinking about selling your business. So another way to think about this is, let's say... You are, you know, you've been, you're the main salesperson in your business. You're the main person, you know, negotiating those vendor contracts, so to speak. At some point, you might want someone else to do that. Well, is your process, is this the, you know, way that you reach out to vendors, et cetera, is that organized enough for you to pass it off to someone else? You may be in a state where you are, you know, like if you're just in store and you're the one actually, you know, helping out customers at the cashier, maybe your own cashier for some reason. Uh, well, so that's a whole nother conversation, right? Then it's like, are, is it organized enough? Is your system organized enough? Do you have the right sort of walk in, walk out process for someone else to take that on, right? If you're managing the other people managing the cashiers, you want you probably want someone else to manage that so you can manage other things. Is that process and system organized enough to pass off for someone else to lead? Right. So thinking about not just your total business, but even certain parts of your business, are you organized enough to pass that off to someone else to leave? Right. Second question. Are you clear on your strategic priorities for the year? Are you clear on your strategic priorities for the year or even just for the quarter, for the three months? Are you talking about a lot quarter by quarter? Are you clear on your strategic priorities for the year and are for the quarter? Because ultimately, when it comes to operations, Everyone should be aligned, right? Not everyone in your team, but even all the systems and processes should be aligned to really get behind your priorities, right? There shouldn't be something that's like happening that's like, eh, that thing over there, eh, eh. Or you have, you have, when you get too many of those, that pretty much means that you're just like wasting money, time, and energy. That's what that means. And if you're doing that, then your team is probably doing the same thing. And the question number three, are you as automated as you can be in your business? So you can have a seamless experience for your customers and for yourself. So are you as automated as you can be in your business so that you can have a seamless experience for your customers and for yourself? So something, another way to think about that is at some point, chances are, right, if you're like any of my clients, you at some point started your business 10 years, when you, 10 years ago when you started your business, you wanted freedom, right? You wanted to just be able to go to the beach, whatever, and just or sit on your patio and read, or go hiking and biking, or go to a concert with your spouse, right? That's what you wanted. And now, fast forward 10 years, are you doing that? If that's not happening, hence why you listen to this episode, because it's like there's something more that could be done. So when it comes to your operations, are there things that can be automated that aren't, that you're not automating, right? That you're doing manually, that you're, and because essentially if you're doing it manually and it could be automated, that means that you're wasting your time. Because something, it, it can be automated, right? And so are you as automated as you can be in your business so you can have a seamless experience for your customers, your customers can have a seamless experience with your business, and you can have a seamless experience with your business as well. All right. Fifth part, finances, fifth aspect of your business. When it comes to the finances, here are the three questions. Are you making a profit in line or above your industry standards? So I want to leave this question at just, are you making a profit? But no, 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 no. 
It's not just, are you making a profit? Or you can be like, oh yeah, we're making like, you know, 1% profit, yay. Now the thing about it is that depending on your industry, 5% profit is a, could be a great thing, right? The restaurant industry, if someone makes, oh my God, they're like, oh my God, you have 5%, oh my God, what? Right, if you're an online business and all you're making is 5%, it's like, um, something's not right here, right? So when it comes to the finances, the first question is, are you making a profit in line or above your industry standards, right? We don't want to make a profit. The profit in the margin, margin should not be less than your industry standards. It should be either like at the average or above the average, pretty much. Second question, are you aware of your company and personal finances on a regular basis? And so as a business owner, now here's the thing, growing a business is not easy. You may have had some time of financial stress on the first couple of years. You may have had, I've been there, I've done that. You may have had some times where everyone has been there, done that. You may have had some times where, especially even during the pandemic, right? The last two years may have been real rough for you and your business, okay? But that does not mean they should stop thinking about the money or seeing the money because you are doing a business, right? You are doing a business. Even if you're a nonprofit business, what do you have to do? Fundraise so you can get funds so that you can fund your mission, okay? If you're a for-profit business, operations and systems and people don't pay for themselves, okay? So are you aware of your company and your personal finances on a regular basis? Remember to say company and your personal. Because here's the third question. Are you thriving in your personal life from paying yourself enough from your business? It's not just about your company thriving. It's about you as a business owner thriving. Because when you thrive as a business owner, your team and your company also thrives as well too. A lot of business owners right now, they may be... There, I mean, I spoke to a few of them, a few business owners, and some of them are depressed, right? We're doing this whole sort of as the pandemic winds down-ish kind of sort of not, um, but we've been connecting with different local community businesses, and I'm listening, and I'm hearing. I'm happy to connect with even more, too. And ultimately, it's looking at not just your company thriving, right, but it's also you as a person, you as a business owner need to ensure that you're also in your tip-top shape as well. We're going to go into the sixth aspect here, mindset, right? And if you're understanding, if you're flowing, this is resonating with you, feel free to react. Give me a, a heart's love or a clap. If you're on LinkedIn, give one of those clap, uh, the clap emoji. Or if you're on Facebook, give the heart, the heart one. I love the heart one. I love giving that one. It's really great. The love one, um, right? Or if you're on a YouTube, give us a like at the bottom. If you're resonating with some of these questions here. Mindset, six aspects, right? Last but certainly not least, Okay. First question, are you allowing your vision to guide you or are you allowing the vision of others to guide you? Are you allowing your vision to guide you in your decisions and your actions and your behavior or are you allowing the vision of others to guide you? Are you letting other people tell you what you should be doing? Right? Are you, and this is the difference. When I say other people, now, if you have a mentor, an advisor, a coach, a, you know, a consultant, you know, whatever it may be, if you have me, right, whatever it may be, like those are expert, knowledgeable people who are guiding you, right? That's what we're doing. We're giving you guidance, right? But at the end of the day, when I talk with my clients, when I connect with my clients, right, I'm partnering with them. And so I may have recommendations for them on, okay, based on my understanding of the industry, based on my understanding with other things that don't with my clients, this is what I would suggest. But I also let them know, hey, this is your business. This is your life, right? Take ownership of it. Make decisions as the business owner. Because when I work with my clients, the whole idea is to get to a place where they don't need me as much, right? So for you, when you think about mindset, the first question you should be asking yourself is, are you doing what you want to be doing and should be doing? Or are you doing what other people are just telling you to do who are just random people, okay? 
Number two, are you acting out of hope of success or in fear of failure? Are you acting, are your decisions, your behaviors, your thoughts, your actions based off of hope for success or are you acting, behaving and thinking from fear of failure? Because chances are, if you're acting from the fear of failure, what happens a lot is that it also causes you to sort of not take action, okay? And as you probably already know from your business of 5, 10, 15 years or so, right, business is just a series of actions, a series of launches. It's a series of always doing something, right, to keep the momentum going and trying things out, right? Some things may fail, some things may actually work. But the innovation, the growth happens when you have innovation. Innovation happens when you continue to try, okay? So you're acting out of hope for success or fear or in fear of failure. And the third are you showing up the way that you need to? Are you showing up the way that you need to, right? As the owner of your company, you maybe you don't feel comfortable calling yourself the CEO, right? I have, I have a client who she's been in business for 12 years. She's like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite sure if I would call myself a CEO, right? And the thing is that she is a CEO. She's the chief executive officer of her company. And so you may be in a space where you don't feel like you're, you're a CEO, right? You don't feel like you can call yourself that. Well, then the question to you then is, what would make you call yourself that? What do you need to have happen for you to feel like, whether it's something in your life, in your business, for you to feel like you can show up and you are showing up the way that you need to and want to for your business and for your vision and for your goals, right? And ultimately, when you go through, feel free to rewind this and re-listen, okay? Answering yes or no to each of these questions will give you an idea for what focus areas can be approved in your business. You may end up with a no to one of the questions, right? And then you have a list of 20 things. You might be like, oh my gosh, like, no, I am not maintaining the right culture for my company. How? And then you'll be like, okay, well, how can I do that? And then you just like list off a whole bunch of 20 things that you could change to make the answer to a yes. You're like 20 tweets that you can change, right? You can make. Now, again, you're not going to do all of it at the same time. And so it's important and imperative for you to have the priorities. But as long as you know, that once you, when you go through these 18 questions, right, you will then have a better understanding of what are some problem areas and things that you can fix within your business so that you can actually focus on that, right? Because your marketing person may be trying, they're trying, but sometimes it's like, that's not, they're not the problem, okay? It's something else that's happening in your business. And so feel free to re-listen to this if you need to, but really understanding, okay, what needs to be changed? What can you change? What can you improve? What areas of your business do you need to sort of refocus on so you can make that improvement in your business? If you're looking for support in that area, if you're a micro business owner and you're saying to yourself, okay, th these are a lot. I need to like, I answer no to some of these questions and I don't even know how to even fix them. Then happy to connect with you. You're welcome to schedule a complimentary consultation with myself. And we're happy to dive deep into learning more about your vision, your goals. I'd love to understand more about what is it, right? That what are the sort of aspects that you're looking to focus on for your business or the next six months so you can really continue on the year or not even continue on the year, but maybe reset for the year and be even better and stronger than you were in when the year started. So by all means, you're going to schedule a consultation with me at power.vzami.com. That's power.v, my last name, then z, zebra, a, animal, and money, y.com. The link is also at the bottom of the screen here. And if you're watching on YouTube, we also include the links in the YouTube description. And as well, we include them in the comments if you're watching live on Facebook and LinkedIn. If you're watching us via the, if you're listening to us uh, on our podcast, Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, 
then you will see it also in the show notes as well too. So if you're looking to ensure that you are reviving and growing and scaling your business to the best of your ability and you would like some support and understanding what things could you change specifically for your business within each of these areas, happy to connect with you further. The thing is that it depends on your starting state. And, you know, there are businesses that are five years, some of you may be 12 years, some of you may have me 10 years with no team, some of you may have be 10 years with already a team of five people, right? And so I'm going to approach leadership if we were to discuss that area a little bit differently from that different, you know, depending on the clientele, depending on where you start out with your profit margins, we'll discuss that a little bit differently as well too. And so the thing about these questions is that these are really great for you to understand what are the areas of business that you should be trying to solve right now, right? And then asking you and forcing you to prioritize that for yourself and for your business so you can keep moving forward the best way that you need to. With that being said, have a lovely evening. It was a pleasure as always. And see you again next week for another episode live here on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Entrepreneurship is a marathon. Chat soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. Are you interested in partnering with Vanessa Zami, the business defibrillator, to revive, grow, or scale your business? Then text 617-959-2203. That's 617-959-2203 for more details. We specialize in collaborating with storefronts, salons, and shops to help you increase your sales by 50% in only a few months. If you're looking to shock your 10-year shop back to life, then text 617-959-2203. It's time to take a vacation outside your country while having your store still thrive. Text 617-959-2203 for more details.